My Car Guru, episode 186. Hello, folks. This is Lenny Lawson, the Car Guru. Welcome to this episode of my radio show uh, about cars and the car business and, you know, just about anything, anything to do with the automobile, from buying one to fixing them to owning them, you know, and sometimes you, you get to eat a little crow like I'm going to do today. Yes, I just got back from Las Vegas. This is my first show that I've done since I got back from the big Ford dealer meeting that just occurred at the Bellagio Hotel in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. And it was a, a very short, sweet trip. We went down there, let's see, we left uh, 6 a.m. out of Knoxville, Tennessee, and Flew to Dallas and then went on to... We got to Las Vegas by about 9 in the morning. They took us to, immediately, um, if not sooner, they took us to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And I really didn't know what they were going to do, but they had like a course set up where we could drive Broncos and go over jumps and stuff like that. That was thrilling. I never thought I'd be flying through the air with no wheels touching on a, in a Ford Bronco. Uh, that might have been something I, I would have done maybe 40, maybe 50 years ago. But uh, that was fun, though. I mean, it's like no gravity there for just a second. And then we got to ride in, not drive, uh, the GT500 and the Mach 1 Mustang going around Las Vegas Motor Speedway. My driver was a professional. All the, all the people driving the cars were professionals. And my driver got up to 142. Two, I believe, yeah, 142 miles an hour, and it really didn't feel very fast. It was uh, those cars are fast and they're loud. The the Mach One I think has 495 horsepower. The GT500 has sit down 750 horsepower, and uh, that was a that's a big difference. But I was in the Mach One, and and my cohort that went out there with me, my son-in-law, who is my Ford sales manager, Ben Nelson. He uh, got to ride in a GT500, so he was privileged. But uh, unbelievable, the, the size of that track. That's another one of those Bruton Smith uh, Speedway Motorsports tracks. You know, he owns um, Bristol Baby, and I think he owns one in Texas as well. Or he did. He passed away not too long ago. But, um, yeah, it's a an amazing venue. What was really cool, though, is right beside it, Really cooler than all the Ford stuff was the Air Force Base. And while we were there, they were launching a lot of uh, very fast uh, jets, mostly F-35s. We saw a couple uh, F-18 Hornets. And then the uh, A-10 Warthog, which is one of my favorites. It, it, It is not something that the enemy person driving a tank wants to see. Uh, kind of like an Apache helicopter. They don't like those either. But, um, yeah, it was uh, well, while this whole event is going on at the, in the center of the speedway, there's jets taking off. And, you know, it's kind of hard to hear at times when you were getting like a presentation on the new uh, Ford charging systems and uh, Ford Pro. You know, Ford is doing some fascinating things. And, you know, it's kind of indicative of what's going to happen with all of the different car companies. Ford is just getting on board first in a big way. Jim Farley, a cousin of Chris Farley, the Saturday Night Live comedian. Yep, he's, it's his cousin. 
Uh, he's a lot – well, I don't know if he's any smarter than Chris Farley, but he certainly is doing a good job at the Ford Motor Company. And I was very doubtful. And why, why do I have to eat crow? Because I was not real positive about what was going to happen to us, what they were going to tell us when we went to Las Vegas. Because all the rumors were that Ford is going to create a totally different channel, which uh, is basically a division of the company, uh, called Ford Model E. And that is going to be where, through which, as the pipeline through which all of the electric vehicles are being manufactured and sold. And the press, if you listen to the media, which you should seldom do, uh, said that, well, they're going to cut out the dealers and they're going to sell direct to the public, just like Tesla does. Well, the CEO of Ford said in front of us, uh, there was, I think there were 30, I don't know, there's probably, I don't know how many dealers there. They have different dealer regions show up at different times because if they put us all in there at the same time with all the guests and stuff, they would you know, probably need the Coliseum to hold us all. But big room. I'd say there were 4,000 people there total. And uh, he said, that's bull, you know what. Um, they are not, you know, they are not doing anything with their most valuable asset. That's what he was calling Ford dealers. Ford is investing $50 billion on the uh, Ford Model E side of the business. Now, what does that mean about all the internal combustion engines? Are they running from that? Absolutely not. Folks, you don't have to worry about your gas-powered cars or being able to buy gasoline or having to buy an electric vehicle because you're not going to have to for a very long time. Most of us will never have to worry about that. You know, if you're under 30 or under 40, yeah, you'll probably be driving an electric vehicle sometime, and gasoline engines and stuff will start to go away. There'll still be a lot of hybrids and stuff. Ford is not abandoning the most profitable, most important part of their business. The internal combustion engine division of Ford, which includes the hybrids, is going to be called Ford Blue. And they Ford is giving us a choice. And I'll get into some of those details. I think it's really fascinating, but... Uh, some really new, exciting products that are coming out. Uh, they showed us the all-new 2023 Ford Escape. You know, the Escape has been, you know, is one of the earliest of the small uh, sport utilities. I remember we were a Mazda dealer, and uh, Ford had the Ranger, and they developed a Ranger-based SUV or crossover and called it the Ford Escape. Well, they also... Uh, let Mazda have a version of it, and it was called the Mazda Tribute. And we just sold the heck out of those things. It was a really good vehicle. Matter of fact, in, in Greenville, we sold more Tributes than the Ford dealer, Don Smith at the time, sold um, at Ford Escapes. And that wasn't supposed to happen. But the, the people liked the Tribute body style better, I guess. Ford was a little bit more conservative. Mazda was a little bit more swoopy, as I like to say. Um, but swoopy is out now. You know what's in now? Boxes, straight lines. Uh, people don't like swoopy anymore. Uh, they want things that are uh, boxy and kind of off-road and, and uh, aggressive looking. And so that's where Ford is, is going with the design on the all-new Escape. Uh, it's not as boxy as, the, as its sibling, which is the Ford Bronco Sport. You know, keep in mind, folks, there are two Broncos. There's the Bronco 
and then there's the Bronco Sport. The Bronco Sport is an entirely different vehicle built on the Ford Escape chassis. So it is a unitized body. It does not have a frame under it. The Bronco is built on the Ranger uh, platform. It is like a body-on-frame design, like a ladder-type frame. So anyway, we'll get into that some other show. But the uh, Bronco, Ford is basically looking at creating these families of vehicles within the brand. So you have the Bronco family. So there, who knows, there may be a Bronco truck, just like Jeep did the uh you know, the, the Jeep Wrangler, and then they did the Gladiator. Well, they're the same basic vehicle, except one's, uh, you know, comes in a two-door and a four-door regular Jeep, and then the other has a truck bed on it. So they're creating these brands within brands. So far, Bronco is an amazing success story. They got off to a really bad start. The pandemic didn't help, but they had problems with the tops, and, you know, they tried to introduce the vehicle long before it actually ever came out, kind of like Chevrolet did with the Camaro. You know, I was watching a movie many years ago, and it had the original Camaro in it. I think it was a Transformers movie, and it was five year, four or five years later before the car actually came out. I don't like it when they tease us like that. But the Bronco was the same way. Now, the Bronco is selling incredibly well. Uh, the Bronco Sport is as well. Now, another vehicle line, another family within the family is the Maverick family. Yep, it's going to be a family, too. The Maverick has it caught all the other automakers off guard. The only one it didn't catch off guard was Hyundai. Uh, they came out with the, I think it's called the Santa Cruz. It's swoopy. It's not boxy. And the kids, people under 30 love the Maverick. The Maverick is basically getting 80% of Maverick sales so far are Conquest sales of people coming out of Toyotas, and not Toyota trucks, they're coming out of Toyota RAV4s. You know, they're coming out of Honda CRVs. They're coming out of Honda Civics. They're coming out of passenger cars and crossovers and going with the Maverick. Now, why would somebody do that? I mean, everybody doesn't need a truck, right? Right. They're putting bed covers over top of the bed, and you got the biggest trunk you can possibly get. you got room for four. I mean, it, it's just selling really well. And so they're developing all types of different versions of the Maverick. Uh, the only passenger car that we're going to have as a Ford dealer is what we have now, which is the Ford Mustang. And we got to see the all-new 2024 Mustang. And matter of fact, uh, I think they announced it yesterday uh, at 8 p.m. if you were watching TV. I don't know what channel it was on. I've already seen it. And uh, they have done nothing but improve the Mustang. They made it more efficient. Still going with the big honking V8 engine with 400. and I think the horsepower is going up. Um you know, they are so committed to internal combustion engines. We saw the all-new Ford Ranger. If you want to see what the new Ford Ranger is, just Google uh, Ford uh, Google 2022 Ford Ranger Australia because they've already been selling it in Australia and different places around the world. But it comes to the United States in a little different form. But, folks, it's, uh, it's a home run as well. So, Ford, I'm really proud to be a Ford dealer. Um I'm proud of them. I'm proud of what they have done. And the fact that they reassured all the dealers uh, about how they're going to be selling these electric vehicles. And I'll share that with you here in just a minute. So the reason I'm having to eat crow, uh, as I said, is because I had a paradigm shift. You know, I had, like a lot of other Ford dealers, we read automotive news and we read 
you know, we see a lot in the press and stuff about um, the changing environment, the changing landscape in the car business and how they're going to do direct to the customer, you know, just kind of like, I don't know, Amazon, uh, Tesla is the car company direct to the customer. You can actually get online on the Tesla website and order a car and pay a deposit on the car and be done in about three and a half minutes. Uh, to do the same thing on Ford's website, it I don't know that you can even put a stopwatch on it because you would have to, um, I don't know that you can complete the whole transaction online. You'd have to interact with a some type of a representative. Not anymore. Ford said, if they're going to do it in three and a half minutes, we're going to do it in two minutes. And they did. They've created this all-new website. Now, it's not been launched yet. But the whole idea that uh, the press just embraced was that, okay, Ford says they're going to do this EV division. They're going to cut out the dealer and sell direct to the public. Well, Ford knew that wasn't true all along. They, I wish they'd told us, you know, because we got scared. But we're not scared anymore because they are not going to eliminate dealers. Will you be able to buy online a, a new Ford electric vehicle in two minutes? Yes. Will you be able to have it delivered to your house? rather than going to a dealership. Yes, you will, just like Tesla. But if you want to pick it up at the dealership, and if you want to um, develop a relationship and and pick it up where you're going to be having all of your service work done, which won't be very extensive since it is an electric vehicle, then uh, you're going to be doing that through a Ford dealer. You know, there's about 3,700 of us out there. 80% of the U.S. population is within 20 miles of a Ford dealer. Um, there are no Tesla dealers. Tesla is a great buying experience. I mean, you can do it all online. They'll ship it to your house and all that stuff, like I said. But wait till you wreck one and see what happens, how long it takes to get it fixed. Where do you take it to get it fixed? You know, wait till you you have a major failure. And most of Tesla's failures are software issues, so they can correct most of the things. Uh, over the internet. You just set your car out in the driveway and they'll reprogram it and it's fixed, voila. But a lot of them aren't, you know, when it comes to brakes and steering and, and uh, uh, you know, your tires and wheels. Any t- of course, it doesn't have an exhaust, but there's a lot of other components, electric components that, might, that may break. Um, you know, you may have a problem with the seat because it won't adjust. What do you do? Well, and, you know, you could go to Knoxville. There is a store down there, an outlet right beside the West Town Mall. But if you live in Johnson City and you're driving, do you want to really do that? Do you want to have to go to Knoxville? Wouldn't you rather just go to Johnson City Ford, you know, with your EV? Uh, Ford is number two in the country as far as EV sales. Not even close to Tesla, but they will be. Um, Ford, I think, has sold somewhere in the realm of fifty-seven to 60,000 electric vehicles so far this year. Uh, in three years, that number goes to $2 million. So what is Ford asking of me and as a dealer? Now, this is where it's going to uh, also be similar to other manufacturers at some point, but Ford is jumping ahead. They're, they're, ju- they're, ma- they're placing a $50 billion bet on the electric vehicle, and they're counting on their dealers to provide the kind of experience that people want. And that's not the kind of experience that they've had. Now, when you listen to car dealer advertising, a lot of it, 
you know, you hear the same old thing. You know, it's all about the pitch. It sounds like a circus atmosphere. But, you know, people, um, they're kind of tired of that. It's, 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 it's things that, that car dealers have done for 60 years that companies like Amazon and like Tesla, uh, other people who are online retailers, they, they've changed everything for everybody. Um, you know, it's so much easier just to go online and order it, right? I mean, and have it shipped to your house. I mean, we went, we bought our groceries that way through an app the other day. My wife said, go to Publix. I said, why? Pick up our groceries. I don't want to go to the grocery store. They're going to bring it out to you. What? Yeah, all I had to do is go to the parking lot, tell them I was there, and here comes this nice lady with the with all of our groceries. You've you've probably done that. You know, we're not just competing with other car dealers or other car companies. We're competing with the experiences that people have at Fresh Market. You know, we're, we're at Publix. You know, at uh, with Amazon, with other co- online companies. I mean, my, when I flew this time to Las Vegas. All of my, I didn't touch a boarding pass. Everything was done in my phone. My boarding pass was in my phone. All I had to do is just show it. I'd never done that before. This is my first experience with that kind of technology. But that's, that's the kind of thing that people expect now. No, they don't just expect it. They demand it. And if you don't play to that level, you know, that's one thing that Ford has, has recognized. You've got to compete with the experiences that people are having, and if you're not, they'll defect. And so they're determined not to have that happen. So what are they asking me to do? Well, in order to be an EV dealer, uh, you've got two choices, and I've got to make my decision. But Now, I'm going to be a Ford dealer. I'm going to be a Ford Blue dealer for sure. I mean, I'm still going to be selling F-150s and Expeditions and Explorers and, and Escapes and Mustangs and all that kind of stuff. All the hybrids, I'll still be able to do that. But I've got to make a decision by October the 28th, whether I'm going to be an EV dealer and to what level. So I can be no EV dealer. That means that I can't sell you a Mach-E uh, Mustang. I can't sell you a Lightning truck as a, as a Ford dealer. And that's going to be a whole bunch of Ford dealers across this country because they're not going to be willing to invest the money initially that it's going to take. How much? Well, they're saying half a million dollars to put, and most of that cost is to install, folks, get this, one DC charger. That's one of the fast level three fast chargers that will charge a vehicle in, um, you know, it'll charge it to 80% in about 40 minutes, maybe fully in about an hour and 10 minutes. Now, you know, again, I'll just review this. If you want to charge your electric vehicle at home, you plug it into a 110 outlet. It takes about four days. If you have a 240 uh, or 220 or like, you know, something that would run your, uh, I don't know, your dryer. Uh, or your oven, that's 220. Uh, that'll charge your car in about eight hours. The level three is the one that they're wanting us to install. They're saying it's going to cost, uh, with all the investment, uh, it's probably going to be somewhere around 450000 Now, I don't believe that. I think that I'll be able to do it a whole lot less than that. Um, you know, that's that's letting a big company out of New Jersey install it for us. I, we can do it locally. And, and I, there's a lot of subsidies out there for the federal government. So I think we're going to do it. I'm going to be at least a certified dealer. Now, to be a certified uh, elite dealer, yeah, that's what they're calling it, certified elite. Um, I've got to install three superchargers. So that means, let's say that every Ford dealer does that. Then you don't have to worry about charging anymore 
and going on vacation and stuff like that because wherever there's a Ford dealer, there's going to be a DC charger and you'll be able to pull right in. Is it free? No. It's not free with Tesla or anybody else either. You got to pay. You got to, and with Ford, you'll be able to use your app on your phone, the Ford Pass app, um, which has been tremendously successful. And you can earn rewards points for every time you charge your car. And anything that you charge on the Ford through the Ford Pass app, you'll be able to earn points like um, for service and stuff like that. It's just I'm just kind of touching this or skimming the surface here. Um, but so many neat things. But they're going to ask the dealers to do a lot too, and I'll, I'll show that with you here in just a second. Okay, so a lot of stuff going on with the Ford Motor Company. It's revolutionary, and it's not all just how they're going to sell cars. They are requiring dealers to change, and there's it's it's long overdue. It really is. Um, they want to raise the level of professionalism at car dealers and well specifically Ford dealerships and so you know what they're interested in doing is changing the culture uh, they want customers to be able to have great remote experiences just like Amazon uh, they also are requiring dealers to offer pickup and delivery which I think is wonderful you know if you you can't get away from work I mean don't you hate to burn your lunch period taking your car to a car dealership to get it serviced or going to the Jiffy Lube place or whatever. Now you'll be able to have somebody pick your car up and deliver it, and it's all done. Another thing that I'm going to do is the mobile service, mobile service van. So imagine um, you work at a, I don't know, a company that has 20 employees, and just imagine none of them have to leave to go get their car serviced or even repaired. Light repairs, brake jobs, stuff like that can be done in a parking lot at your business. Uh, you can schedule a day that that van, for example, comes to your business and takes care of everybody's service needs. Nobody had to leave. Is it more expensive? Slightly. Not tremendously, though. I'll pay for convenience, won't you? I mean, if somebody gives me really good service at a restaurant, I'll give them a little extra tip, won't you? Well, that's kind of what this is. Uh, the uh, mobile service is a wonderful opportunity for customers to improve their car life. Also, everything is going to be online. Online reservations, online updates. You know, you'll be able to know the status of your vehicle just by looking at your phone. You can get uh, updates and not have to call anybody. If you got parts ordered, you'll be able to get updates on your phone. If you have a vehicle ordered, Ford is going to make that totally transparent. You'll actually be able to see on a map where your car is. I mean, for the last couple of years, we didn't have a clue where the cars were. I mean, they would say that it had been shipped and, and it would be at the dealership uh, tomorrow, and in fact, it was still in the plant or not even built yet. Very frustrating for our buyers, and Ford is, is fixing that. And then finally, you'll be able to, to earn, well, not finally, there's a whole lot more, but you'll be able to earn rewards for everything that you do. Ford is even going to have a Visa card where you can earn a lot of extra points on that. And, and you know, just the, the transparency, the ease of use, the... Uh, Less interruption in your life. I mean, that's what this whole thing was about. But also about reconnecting the relationship with the factory, with the dealer, and, and putting the dealers at ease to let them know, yeah, we're going to ask a lot of you. We're going to make you change your culture. We're going to offer non-negotiated prices to our customers. They'll be able to buy online. There's no wheel and dealing. You can't discount anything. And then we'll pay you a fee for selling the car. And the fees are pretty good. 
you know, I'm not com- going to complain about that. But the, what I love about it is how much easier that makes it buying a car for you. And you don't have to worry about wheeling and dealing with some shady salesperson, you know, that, and, and most of them aren't shady, but there are, you know what I'm talking about. There are a lot of them that are. And you'll be able to have a great buying experience. Now, this is, you know, I'm a Ford dealer. I'm also a Nissan dealer, though. And Nissan is doing some really great things, too. But, you know, this was, do I sound like I'm pumped? I am. I'm excited. I'm eating crow. This crow is going to be tasty. Um, so, anyway, a lot to look forward to. I'm going to go over more details of this and, and how this applies to you, even if you're a Toyota owner or a Honda owner or a Tesla owner. You know, this is industry stuff and trends that people, not everybody, I mean, you probably don't go to sleep at night wondering, well, I wonder what's going to happen in the car industry tomorrow. But I do. I live and breathe this stuff. And it does impact your life, and it will. It, it may not now, but it will at some point in the future. Well, thanks for listening to this edition of My Car Guru, and I will be with you the next time.